Welcome to the Unisexual Healing Podcast. Alongside Ms. Go Within, I'm Joe Alexander. Recording live on Anchor by Spotify. Ms. Go, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, doing good. Um, we got a really good topic tonight. Uh, so you guys get ready, buckle up. We about to get into something real, real deep. Yes, indeed. All right. Tonight's topic is called COVID Complacency. We're about a year and a half into this pandemic now, and a lot of our world has changed so much from then. A lot of people have um, passed away from the pandemic. A lot of people have lost jobs, lost their way. Still in the process of trying to recover from things that were lost. Of course, we can't replace the lives that were that were perished, but we still uh, move on and um, stay positive and do what we can to uh, live as much of a normal life as possible. But there's no secret that we've been affected uh, mentally and emotionally from the uh, freedoms that uh, we were accustomed of having because of the lockdowns and the restrictions the social distancing, people that were extroverts who were able to go out and travel, see people, do the things that they enjoy outdoors. Um, that part of their life was abrupted because of the pandemic. And even though we have vaccines where, you know, you can pretty much uh, do whatever you want almost with a vaccine, there's still um, evidence that we're far from being removed from this pandemic. But for us personally, um, the trials and tribulations that uh, came with the lockdowns in the pandemic had a resounding effect. And for some of us, it has been a long-term effect. Uh, just trying to get back into the swing of things, going back to work, our children going back to school, uh, being able to hug the elderly, um, being able to travel freely. It's been hard. And so that's what we were trying to uh, talk to you guys tonight about, is basically trying to bring back um, so normalcy and then also break down, um, you know, those, those, um, hard times with, with the lockdowns and, you know, going through the health and safety protocols, losing businesses, all the, 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 the negative effects that it had on our world and how we could move forward, um, in this new normal that we have right now. Ms. Go, what you got? Um, thanks, um, Joel, for uh, really setting setting the picture for us, like you always do. And um, before I get off into um, anything um, personal, I wanted to definitely kind of go over um, what trauma um, is and how it is defined, um, because it was very 
traumatic uh, for us to go through. And each of us have experienced, majority of us have experienced some type of traumatic event in, on our lives. And we kind of just move forward from it and we just keep going. Um, but this was on a, a, a grander scale. And so we got to see um, not only ourselves, but our loved ones, our coworkers, um, the world, our doctors, hospitals, we got to see everybody at one time actually experience trauma um, on a on a grander scale. So trauma um, is an emotional response to to a terrible uh, event. Um, it could be like what we experienced, which which is a nat- a national disaster. Um, you know, it could be an accident or something like that. Um, and immediately following the event, um, you kind of go through this shock or, or denial. Um, and then on a longer term, uh, level, um, you, you have like unpredictable emotions and flashbacks. Um, uh, it causes strains on relationships and even, you know, physical symptoms, you know, um, i.e. Uh, developing paranoia or, you know, having headaches or, or nausea or, or feeling anxious. Um, so the point of me telling you, um, you all this is that it's nothing to feel bad about. And um, the kind of beauty in this tragedy is that now you can see that not just you, you know, you're not the only one. Um, that is going through something right now. So um, on a global level, it kind of makes us understand what oneness is about because, you know, it's not this particular uh, um, virus or um, it's not prejudice. <laughs> so um, with that being said, I'll yield the mic. Um, and then when I come back, we can we can discuss some of the personal, how it's affected me personally. Absolutely. So let's get into this right quick. So March 11th, 2020 is the day that's going to forever change the way that we view the world. That was the official date that the CDC declared that the coronavirus is a pandemic. And looking closely at the news at, at that day, you got to see a lot of events being canceled. You see sporting events, the NBA, Major League Baseball, National Football League, golf, college sports. All of them decided that they were going to close down for a little while to figure out how they're going to um, stay having their leagues going um, through the pandemic because some of the players at the time started contracting the coronavirus and it being a brand new virus. No one knew how to maneuver and how to work through a disease like this. Now, this is a um, disease that's almost on the same scale as the Spanish flu back in 1918. And at the time there were millions of people who lost their lives. That, that was the worst pandemic ever recorded in history. So we're up to what? Over 600,000 people worldwide 
that have lost their lives. And um, now we're trying to regain all the things that were lost during the entire year of 2020 with the vaccine. But yet, we're still asked to wear a mask, to also get the vaccine, and to pretty much um, do the same things that we uh, once did before, well, during the lockdowns, I should say. You know, wash your hands and keep a safe distance and everything. And like I was saying in the beginning um, of the podcast, it has affected us mentally and emotionally. The things that we're accustomed of doing, the freedoms that we enjoyed, had stopped. And we were trying to figure out how can we maintain some type of normalcy without putting people at risk, putting ourselves and our family at risk of catching corona. Now, for people who have, you know, jobs that are very demanding, that requires you to travel, you found yourselves working at home. Your children weren't able to go to school in person. They had to learn from home. Distant learning. And for a lot of parents, they became teachers along with trying to uh, maintain their employment, making sure they're getting their work done for their job. So they have double duty on top of, you know, the things that they do for the house, the cooking and the cleaning and making sure everybody is good. So people were working overtime, being locked down, all right? You didn't have the luxury of going to your friend's house going to, you know, your family's house. You have to use Zoom. You didn't have the luxury of going to the movies. Everything is on demand. Life, socially and economically, had changed. And we all had to make adjustments. But the thing about it is, we had to make adjustments on this of maintaining a positive attitude, staying informed and, and, and checking out the guidelines required from the government. The places that we can go, we can only stay there for a limited time and also follow the guidelines of social distancing. People who are live, living by themselves, depending on if they were comfortable living by themselves, have now found themselves on lockdown. How does that affect us? Well, depending on if you are an introvert or an extrovert, some people were happy with it, some people wasn't. Me personally, being an extrovert, I love being outdoors. I, I love talking to people. I love seeing people. I like to go to the park, watch the ducks swim, I like to go to my local Starbucks, be able to sip my little hot chocolate and, you know, people watch. You know, those are some of the activities I enjoy doing, but I couldn't do it. 
So me being at home, that was a struggle. And I'm sure I'm speaking for a lot of people who are social. That was a struggle for them. Now getting into the business aspect of it, the little mom and pop shops that are not brand based, they were affected by it. You see a lot of store closures, a lot of family owned businesses that was up for years being closed. They couldn't afford to stay open. They couldn't afford to pay their employees and was forced to accept unemployment. And don't let me get me started with that because that was a process in itself for a lot of people. Getting on unemployment was a absolute hard process because the, um, the workers at EDD couldn't keep up with the demands of millions and millions of people out of a job. And so you find people stressed to trying to figure out how they're going to put food on the table, how they're going to pay their bills, their rent. Thank goodness for the stimulus packages that came just in time. But that was just a temporary fix. That was putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Because after that stimulus package is all spent up, what's the next move? Unemployment is not coming any sooner. People have to dig into their retirement. People have to dig into their savings and live off of that for a while. A family of five had a hard time making ends meet without assistance. If you were a single mom, I know you had a hard time trying to get through and try to figure out how you're going to keep the lights on. How are you going to put food on the table? How are you going to get to your destination without any gas in your car? So it's just more beyond the social aspect. It's an economic uh, impact globally, not just America. And don't let me, don't get me started on <laughs> the commander in chief, President Trump. He didn't make it no better. He didn't put no one's mind at ease about what direction our country is going when you have so many questions that have when you're trying to figure out what the next move is. We couldn't get straight answers from the White House, not from that information. Dr. Fauci can only answer so much. Because he was limited to what he can say because of President Trump. He kept him muzzled. But all this time, he's preaching to us. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. So, here we are in 2021. And we're still in the pandemic. But the state has opened up, state of California has been opened up for a month now. People out there, some maskless, some still wearing the mask. And now it's been reports that 
it's going to be mandated for us to wear masks indoors. And there's a possibility that we can go back to lockdown. So what did that mean for us? Have we learned anything from this past year of how we should treat ourselves and how we should treat other people? We have to be compassionate. We have to be willing to understand how serious this is. That's just the pandemic itself. But the impact that it has on us from an economic standpoint, from a mental health and, and emotional standpoint, it has caused damage up and down the line. And so when you're trying to get back into the swing of things and people are having a hard time doing that, we should understand and be willing takes to get these people back to the things that we're accustomed of doing. But how can we if we're unsure of how long this pandemic is going to last? People are scared. People are worried. People are wondering, is this the new normal now? Or we have to wear a mask forever? People who lost their job, lost their businesses, think like, do I have to pick up another craft? Can I open up the same business or should I go a different route? There's a lot of unanswered questions out there that's making people nervous and scared. And I don't blame them one bit. Talk to us, Ms. Go. I mean, <laughs> when I tell you um, 2020 for me was a, it was really a year for the growth of humility, right? Um, and humility really is freedom from pride or arrogance, and it's a it's a modern it's a modest or lower view of one's own importance and humbleness and the grand scheme of things, right? Um, and you know when you when you stripping all these titles that you have, these job titles and all these the your career and money when you're stripping everything uh away it's like what's left so um just to get into it for me um when when the pandemic first hit um I was literally um a hairstylist at that point like I've had um you know I've I've definitely dabbled in a few uh, careers and um at that point I was doing um hair and so our salon pretty much got you know, shut down, um, at that point. And it was like, what do you do next? But because I was always kind of like in go mode, um, it's like, okay, well, I got to do what I got to do at this point. Um, and, and at that point I was doing things that I, I didn't necessarily want to do. Um, but you gotta, you gotta pay those bills, you know, you gotta make sure, you know, um, the 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 household needs are taken care of and food and gas and all of these type of things so um I definitely went in go mode um and when things are like so unpredictable like you're what you're talking about it's kind of like you're like okay I'm I'm literally doing this uh with with faith basically and then boom so I'm working and you know um because the reason I, I was in corporate first, then I went to hair because hair at that point made a lot of money. So 
it was like, all right, so I got to go back to what I was doing before and these different side gigs and all this. And I had also, I had a business that I was trying to run. So I already had invested money um, into a, a different business endeavor. But long story short, in Oct- October came around and I got extremely um, sick and I didn't know what was going on. Um, they were saying that I didn't have COVID, um, but whatever it was, when I tell you, if you've ever had the feeling of death on you, um, it is the most eerie, like, it's like your spirit knows, like it's going to be over. Right. And, um, I, you know, I, I believe I told this story before, but, um, it was extremely scary. Um, I, I had to call the ambulance, uh, a few times because it was like my body was shutting down. Um, so they were saying I didn't have COVID because I didn't have a temperature, but whatever it was, was extremely scary. And, um, I basically, um, just started like drinking, um, a bunch of alkaline water. I basically kind of just like healed myself back up. Like I was refusing to listen to the doctors at that point. Um, because actually when I did go to the emergency room, no one could come in. Um, and not even my daughter, not my mom, nobody could come be by my side. And that was so terrifying because you're looking at these doctors and you're like, you're, they're so overworked. So could, could you, during this period of time was so scary because they're so overworked. You're like, I could just be that one person that they're like, they're so tired. They're not paying attention to my room, basically. You know what I'm saying? And so I was just praying. Like it just really drew me in closer to my faith. It drew me in closer to pray to God. It drew me to feel like, Lord, I'm not ready to leave. You know what I'm saying? Um, please, like on a begging level is, is where I was. And so then I got through that. And then I started uh, working at this company that I was at before. Uh, I'm moving past trying to get through it quick, uh, the story quick, but I started working again. And then all of a sudden um, I get a call about my brother. This is in February of this year. I get a call about my brother um, and he's not feeling well. And mind you, he also had been to the doctors and they was like, he don't got COVID. And so all of a sudden on that Friday, um, it was like on a Monday or Tuesday, um, you know, we were finding out, okay, he's not feeling well. So his girlfriend was like, all right, I'm just going to, she's a nurse. So she was like, okay, I'm not at his house right now, but I'm going to um, have the ambulance go get him because he said he just can't hold anything down, whatever, whatever. He goes to the hospital and lo and behold, we never see my brother again. So that was uh, very traumatic for his children um, because we, I mean, it was traumatic for all of us, but could you imagine you're just with your dad and, and he's happy and he's laughing and then he goes in the hospital and nobody could go. So, um, um, they, we still don't know how my brother really passed away. The things that they were telling us wasn't making no sense. Um, and my, um, basically, um, our, our sister basically was the only one that they allowed to come in. Um, after he was already passing, like it was just, it was just crazy, you guys. And, um, so I never got to speak to my bro again, you know? And so this is, this was definitely, 
you know, um, you know, and even even as it pertains to when the funeral came around, the funeral had to be small. It was like social distancing and it was this mask and it, uh, just something that you could not even create in your mind that is going to happen. Um, but even throughout that, you know, I spoke to at my brother's funeral, I basically spoke to. The fact that one people should not only come together when it's a funeral, right? You know, family love and 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 appreciating one another while we are here and giving flowers while we are here. Um, but two, we're not on top of our health. You know what I mean? And um, and now that we we have this complete trust in the government basically like Joel referred to with money and all that we have this complete trust um in the healthcare system and it's kind of like that's falling all apart so you guys what does that lead to that leads to the journey of faith and 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 having to basically um humble yourself to call on God because only he knows the end from the beginning right and then it also causes you to um have to really go <laughs> no pun intended, but go within and really make sure that you're, um, you're taking care of yourself, um, the best ways possible. I, in the next segment, I will get off into, um, more like solutions, but I just wanted to give my testimony to the year, including coming into this year of very, you know, back-to-back things happening to where, I, we still trying to ground get back to you know the ground on it and and get a hold of it and i honestly feel this will, i'll land here i honestly feel like nothing will ever be the same and you know what that's okay it will never be the same but this traumatic event has, has caused people to come closer whether it be your family, whether it be people that you work with, whether it be on a, a on a on a state level or a global level, it's brought people together because we're all experiencing this one thing, at you know at one time. And so um, there is actually, uh, you know, like they say, a gift and a curse. Um, the the gift is there. It is that the 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 light is there. So um, I'll I'll yield the mic back to you, Joel. Um, but yeah. Ooh, Miss Go, you are still in my thunder because everything you just touched on, I, I wanted to touch on on, on my end. Um, first of all, you know, God bless you and your family. I hope that you uh, continue to uh, find strength in, uh, in him and for your family to, um, you know, be able to um, heal together as a family um, from your loss. So Thank just you. want to say that to you, definitely. And you basically said, what I wanted to talk about in this round is basically getting back to faith and having a strong belief system. Um, because I believe that the entire year of 2020 was a test. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a test on so many levels. All right. I think the pandemic itself, the start of it was God saying, all right, everybody sit down. <laughs> and re reassess what you're doing with your life. Like, seriously, like, if you think that what you're doing now, you're on the right track, uh-uh. You got to think again. And get back to me. Pray to me. 
ask me for direction, ask me for guidance, all right? Because I am the, the truth, the way, and the light. That's in his word. So in any time of uncertainty, he should give you clarity, right? And so doing at such a time as this, where there are so many unknowns out there, the government can only give you so much information. The media can only answer so many questions. Mm -hmm. The internet, <laughs> as crazy as it is, can either warp your mind into something else, get you distracted, give you misinformation, make you even more paranoid, all right? The only way that you can gain true sanity is to pray to God. Mm -hmm. He should give you comfort. He should give you a, 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 a well-found, um, you know, mind-easing, soothing spirit hovering over you as, as times like this. So some of us had to take advantage of the world just shutting down and not having the access that we're accustomed to on a regular basis. Now, during this pandemic, for people that were living together, that was on the verge of breaking up or divorcing, whatever, had to reassess their relationship or their marriage. It either strengthened it or it made it even worse. It's all about how you use your time. People had more time to get closer to their, like I said, relationship to their kids. I, I heard a lot of people say, this is the most time I've ever spent with my kids in a long time. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely a blessing, but how you use your time is totally up to you to get connected or reconnected with people that you're supposed to be close to. Given the time that God gave you to sit and rethink and reexamine and reassess your direction as far as uh, professionally, your personal life, getting, getting in touch with uh, people that you haven't gotten in touch to in a long, long time, whether it's through the telephone or through Zoom, FaceTime or whatever, you have the time to do it. But some of uh, the people out there thought selfishly and thought that the pandemic was a big inconvenience because it stopped them from doing the things that they love to do. So obviously, we have to use our time wisely. And so like I said, you know, being a blessing that we were able to be at home. Those that were able to work from home, you don't have to worry about the stress of commuting, putting gas in your car, putting your children in daycare, save money on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got many blessings many. all across the board that you didn't even realize. But you rather be comfortable living uncomfortable. Still worrying about how are we going to make it? 
when you're supposed to have your home be your sanctuary, be in your refuge. No one can mess up your atmosphere at home but you. There's no excuse for that. You create your environment. If you want peace, speak peace into it. Bring peace to it. The people in your house who may, you know, be living chaotic, you pray over that situation. You pray for peace. You should give yourself more power and credit than what you give yourself credit for. You dictate how things should be uh, structured at home. So for 2020, during this pandemic, like I said, I get it. That there's a lot of uncertainty there. But the things you can control, which is yourself and the people that's in there, children or whatever, use it to your advantage. Create a happy atmosphere. So what you can't go on to that uh, vacation out in Florida? Make a vacation at home. Make fun. Make, make a home fun. This is where you're supposed to get your creative juices flowing. Make something creative that you've never done before. I heard a lot of people say, well, during the pandemic, I learned a new language. I learned how to cook. I learned how to play an instrument. I got in touch with myself a little bit more. All of that is good. But once the world starts opening up again, will those old habits revert itself? Did you forget everything that you've learned over this past year being at home? Or you just throw it away because now that stuff is opening back up, old habits come back into play. You start ignoring people. You don't call people like you used to. When you was in the pandemic, you had a scheduled time where you had a Zoom meeting with friends, with families, significant others. Now, all of a sudden, you ain't got time anymore because the world is starting to open back up. So what I'm saying is the things that you've learned about yourself, learn about the people that's around you, continue to do that. Don't lose touch of what God blessed you with all the time of lockdown. Because like I said, this that, that could have very well be a test from God just to see how inconvenience changed your outlook on how you treat yourself and how you treat other people. And he'll be able to assess whether you're worthy of a blessing or not. He'll get to see your conduct on, oh, I'm just sit here and complain because the things that I'm accustomed of doing, I can't do anymore. Or are you going to make the best of a serious situation? Are you going to push yourself to become a better person under uncertain circumstances? Not only God is watching, but other people watching. And they get to question your character. Are you going to smile through all the BS? Or are you going to be... <laughs> a horrible person to be around because things are not going your way. We have to sit down. 
some of us who don't have people living with us, we really had time to think and reassess everything. That business that you thought about doing, now you have time to do it. That hobby that you've been putting off all this time, now you have time to do it. The time you wish you spent more with your kids, now you have time to do it. But you're so worried about, you know, when the world is going, uh, going back to normal. We don't know. The scientists and the experts claim that they know, but all they can give is their best guess, like anybody. And with this virus being so new, especially with this new, uh, this new strand now, the Delta one, people who are vaccinated are still getting uh, COVID. So what does that tell you? You have to be careful with this thing. You have to be conscious. You have to check on your family, your loved ones a little bit more. My daughter got diagnosed with COVID three days ago. Because she went to some bowling party with her friends and she's complaining that she can't smell her taste. She's 19 years old. She's in good health. She's doing okay. But even for a 19 year old, we don't know the long term effects that this may have on our bodies. So my point is try to make the best out of an uncomfortable situation because you just don't know. We take life for granted. We really do. We think that it's owed to us to wake up and open our eyes every day. But there's a lot of people that don't have the luxury for a lot of reasons. But it's a blessing to be able to wake up, open your eyes, and breathe. Don't take advantage of that. Don't take that for granted. Let's go what you got. Right. Um, I'll just end with these. Um, like Joel said, don't take life for granted. So I would say minimize the things that are not important and maximize the things that are. Um, here's a few um, things that I've done and that um, they're just good, you know, solutions, suggestions, whatever you want to take it as. Get or keep life insurance. If you don't have life insurance with the things that are going on, you never know if anyone's going to pass away. You just don't know. So if you don't already have life insurance on every single person in your household, yourself all the way down to an infant or your mother or anybody else, make sure everybody has life insurance. Um, my next suggestion, um, just like Joel referred to, that uh, we could be going back on lockdown. So keep an emergency kit. I mean, we always say that and then, you know, we don't do what we need to do or might need to refresh it. Um, you know, get that water. Also, part of your emergency kit, get some sea moss, some elderberry, some, um, you know, and all of your vitamins. Keep those things at your home vitamin C, A, all of them, the whole alphabet, okay? Um, the next thing that I would suggest are, because we were talking about having to wear a mask and the trauma of that, so do breathing exercises. 
um, and acknowledge the life force that is behind just breathing in itself and being and taking that for granted. Because when you got to wear a mask, you're like, oh, my God, I'm tired of wearing these things if you got to wear them all day. And so take that time and 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 either be out in, you know, outside and breathe the fresh air or come inside and do your breathing exercises. Sometimes I'll even turn a fan to my face and just enjoy the air heating me. Um, Another suggestion would be books. You know, unplug from the phone sometimes. I buy a bunch of health books. I'm not really into um, fiction. Um, so, you know, if you're into fiction, that's fine. But exercise the mind. Um, you know, it's a muscle. So exercise your mind. The next thing that I would suggest is um, get yourself a counselor, a life coach, or even relationship coaching. Because we were talking about, um, you know, being in the house with your mate and you guys is in, in each other's faces the whole time. And, you know, one person might not have a job or, you know, or both of y'all might not have a job. Um, and speaking of that, the complacency that come that has came from that, be it either you not wanting to work anymore or be it that you sat and you're gaining weight because of you're just being in the house. Look, don't take life for granted. Don't take time for granted. It's not the time to sit around and be like, okay, I'm just going to throw in the towel. Because if you still got life and breath in you, then do something with it. Um, the, the next thing that I would re- um, refer is get a bike. Um, because the way these gas prices is going up, y'all, you just never know. I got me a bike for exercise. But the way these gas prices is looking, you never know if they're, we going to get the oil just going to get cut off. You just never know. So get yourself a bike. Um, stay in tune with your body. If you're feeling aches and pains and all this, don't be a hypochondriac, but just stay in tune with what you may be feeling so that you can take care of um, what you need to take care of. And last but not least, buy some plants, ladies, for your house or gentlemen. You can live alone. Hey, buy some plants. Plants bring oxygen into the house, fresh air into the house. So it's a good thing to have. And ladies, buy yourself some flowers just to kind of bring life um, into your home. So those are the things that I suggest. I mean, there's many more things, but again, um, if you got any questions or you want any advice on any other things, you can always DM me on our IG. But that's what I have for now. So peace and love. Yeah, thank you, Ms. Go. And, and, you know, I just want to piggyback on um, some suggestions as well, solutions. Uh, everybody, please find a support system. Yeah. Definitely find a support system, okay? Because we always love to think that we are in a unique situation by ourselves, but this is a global pandemic. It's not a single pandemic. It's a global pandemic. There are literally millions of people who are affected by this. And so if you're by yourself and you just need to vent or talk to somebody, get yourself you know, a group of people, one or two people, and, and talk about the struggles that you may have during this time. Talk about the complacency. Talk about the frustrations. Talk about the aches and pains that your body goes through, it is important to reach out because I'm sure that there are many other people just like yourself that are feeling the same stressful, uncertain, um, unsettling thoughts and and, and opinions and, and all those things. 
So we want to encourage you to talk, open your mouth, start reaching out, start saying to people, hey, I'm not okay. And that should be okay to say that. It shouldn't be no judgments. It shouldn't have people feeling low or giving people the side eye because of that. Because I'm, like I said, I'm sure that there are other people in the same boat as you. But you don't know that because you ain't talking to nobody. Mm-hmm. You're suffering in silence. You're thinking that your situation is unique. And it's not. We're all going through it. We all have different effects from this pandemic. But we all know this. That we're just one second, one minute, one hour, one day, month, year, whatever, from our blessing. So it's never a good idea to give up. Because you just don't know. You don't know when it's your time to get the blessing that God promised you. So you don't want to throw in the towel. It may not feel good to go through something like this, but there's a lot to learn from it. And it's up to you to do what it takes to make it through. But you got to depend on him and you got to lean on him and you got to lean on a strong support system to get you through. All right, that's our show for tonight. We want to thank you for listening. Uh, we want to remind you to uh, reach out to us at our Instagram page at unisexual underscore healing and follow us on Spotify. For Miss Go Within, I'm Joe Alexander. We want to hey. say God bless you. <laughs> this is the third week that I've had to do this. I just wanted to say this because he brought up reaching out to someone in a network, and not everybody has that. So, me and Joel. Just putting this out there, we have opened up our schedules if anybody is in need um, to have someone to talk to. Um, and um, we are also are, are helping couples if you're having stress within your relationship due to COVID or anything else. Um, we just want to let you know that you're not alone in that. And sometimes you don't want to reach out to a new, you know, like a doctor or you don't want to reach out to other family members for whatever reason. So we are there and we're we're definitely opening up our schedules to be able to, if you want to um, uh, book an appointment with us. So I did want to say that only because you did bring that up at the end. And I'm sorry for interrupting. No, 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 no. We're definitely here for the people. We definitely here for our listeners. Um, anybody that wants to take the time to ask us questions or uh, be able to help you um, with anything, please feel free to reach out to us um, with our Instagram page or even through this um, Spotify or um, wherever. Uh, we're accessible. Uh, we're open to, um, to to discussions and and all those things. We're happy to help. We want to help. Uh, this is our purpose. This is what makes us happy. And we just enjoy um, working with people who wants to help themselves. So please don't hesitate to reach out and talk to us. All right. For Miss Go Within, I'm Joe Alexander. We want to say thank you for listening again. God bless you. we we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.